Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hi. We're from Hamilton, Ontario, and this week we're joined by Ryan in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome. So, uh, we promised that we would talk about this uh, a few podcasts ago, um, but renting DBC points. It's a hot topic. And there are lots of hot takes about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that always comes up on like, um, like how to save money and you know, what's like big tips is like, this is what you've got to do. But I think it's, um, it's like a complicated, it's a, it's a layered like option, I would say, or, you know, there's, there's a lot to it, I think. There's a nuanced conversation. Yes. Well, and I think it was also a, um, it was a thing that you didn't really think too much about several years ago. It was like a no brainer. Uh, it was almost like a Could hidden, be, yeah. a hidden gem of like, you know, people who rented DVC points didn't really talk about it too much. You didn't hear too much about it. Um, but it was a great way to stay at deluxe resorts without, um, without paying full price for it. Yeah, essentially. I would say, I would say you're paying more in line with like, I wouldn't say it's cheap. No. But it's like more in line with what you might pay for like a moderate. So yeah. do you want to like explain sort of just the the brief overview of it? For sure. So um It's not through Disney. It's not through basically. Disney. Disney uh Disney Vacation Club members get points every year for um for their vac- for their home resorts and they can book their own uh, vacations, that sort of thing. But there are some DVC owners who, um, if for whatever reason they can't use their points that year, will rent them out to other people, um, in order to recoup some of the costs, um, with their, and it's usually a, a, you're paying like X amount per point per point. So, so depending on what resort you, you choose and what, uh, what time of year and how far out you're booking the, the price per point can can vary and the type of room so i think it's like typically you're looking at like 14 to like 20 ish dollars per, per point. point um so depending on how long you're you want your vacation to be how many points you need um you may be paying somewhere in and around that amount um this i just i want to bring something up this <laughs> right is like the, the bane of travel agents existence so i mean that was <laughs> that was one thing that i wanted to mention is it is a it is a very polarizing thing because if you go online, you're either going to get the uh, the brokers, the companies that help facilitate DVC rentals, and then uh, they are obviously all pro for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have travel agents who are like, don't do this ever. Or they'll be like, I lost a really good client who discovered um, <laughs> Disney Vacation Club and they're uh we have rented points before yeah um uh, we rented on our honeymoon yeah and we've we've rented twice yeah two or three uh three times um so there but there are pros and cons and i think also the pandemic sort of changed that so we just we wanted to do a sort of an episode about like pros and cons yeah um and things that that i think uh you know like how you can go about it. And then also, um, it could be, because I will say the travel agents or people who will sort of mention the cons, like they're not wrong about the cons. No. Um, so 
so I do think it's important to to be aware of all those things. Yeah, and we'll try to be as balanced as we as we can because I think it's important to know there are benefits and there are risks, um, and we're going to get into those. Um, but further along with with how you go about uh, renting DVC points is there's a couple of options. There are forums online um, where you are uh, talking to the DVC owners directly. I feel like that's a little less um, uh, like of a formal process because it's pretty. Yeah. Or like, you know, like Brian, we in London, we could rent you our points. Like yes, you and right. I could if enter you knew, into if you like knew us as, as DVC renters. And we were like, ah, oh, we've got these points that we're not going to be able to use. And you're like, Hey, I, I would rent them. Then we just agree or, on a price. And or, basically what we, what, how it works is like, so um, Ryan and I would take care of the booking. Like we would book it ourselves through our portal, um, and, and get whatever Ryan and Lauren would like and put the reservation under their name. And then the money, if we were renting would be between like, would be between us and they would just have to trust us. Yeah. <laughs> or like <laughs> you decide if you want to enter into a, um, like a contract. And I, I've seen Facebook groups where you can do this. So you can do like either I have a reservation. I need somebody to rent from me. I need to offload or I am looking for this. Um, and some people will say like, I have references like on either side. Mm. Um, and there will be a bit of a contract or there might be like, if you're dealing with international people, they might say like, uh, I want you to pay, like you have to pay the PayPal uh, like exchange fee mm. plus whatever they're like negotiating. So that is more like renter to owner, um, sort of like enter at your own risk, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then, but it seems really appealing, right? Like it's really easy to just be like, I just want one night. Yeah. Um, and then there are like, there's third party. Yeah. People. So third, third party brokers are companies that help facilitate the transaction between renter and rentee and one of them is based in your hometown of london yeah london ontario which i think is uh do they promote that idea that it's local yeah no it's not it's david's it's david's yeah david's dvc rental i know it's not um yeah it's not something that's commonly discussed i think because they like deal in u.s funds for one thing so it's like oh you don't want to be like like, oh it's a canadian company but you can't (laughs) you can't deal with it in canadian money yeah no and i think um it's it's also one of the more reputable ones yeah yeah they Um, uh i mean we'll get to this they had some challenges (laughs) with covid (laughs) but yes i agree that's who we rented from uh when we rented yeah and, and the way that a rental happens through them is there's a couple of options um, with a with a third party um, with a third party broker essentially you can have uh, they can facilitate like Lauren said a, a booking that's already done like there's an already set time period that you can be like oh yeah no I'll take that one. Uh, or more commonly, you go to their site, you say, I would like to stay at Bay Lake Tower at, um, at the Contemporary for, you know, five nights in, in April, this day to this day. 
and and then they go and search their pool of um dvc owners to see who has points available like that owner still has to make the reservation they do yeah but yeah they're just a third party to like facilitate it um they do have minimums like you you have to book a minimum of points so you can't just do a one night with them yeah um and i'm trying to think what else at the time like they would if they could find when you put that request in like if they find exactly what you're looking for then you're sort of locked in like you have to pay a deposit non-refundable for Um, them to look yeah so they they have a refundable deposit if they can't if they can't find exactly what you are looking for but if they find what exactly what you have requested then and you decide not to take it non-refundable then yeah so but each each third-party broker is slightly different because i know the um there's a company the dvc rental store where they will um they only have a 25 percent upfront payment and then um you pay the rest of the of the percentage um at a certain day before your uh, before your trip so there are different terms and conditions for each of I the would, yeah i would say caution like to really read the terms of all of those really for carefully. sure and super like, important so with with david's like when we did book this was pre-pandemic pre-children <laughs> like you know no issues it was like you pay up front and there's there's no cancellation. Yeah. Like that's just what David's like that. That was it. So that's one of um, like, if you book with Disney, yes, maybe you're paying more, but you have, you have a point where you can get all of your money back um, and a deposit back, mm-hmm. uh, including like tickets, right? Like if you've grouped tickets um, into your booking, uh, then there's that. But as when you book a, a DVC, like whether you are a member or renting, um, you can't, you, you have to outright buy your tickets separately. Yeah. So you have those tickets. So, so that is a, that's a con because if you don't end up taking that trip, you still have those tickets. So that's a, that's a risk you kind of have to have to take. For sure. Um, let's talk about the pros and cons. Um, a lot of the pros just fall under the same category of the fact that you can stay at a deluxe resort for less than deluxe pricing, like the the off the rack price from from Disney. So you can save some money uh, that way. Um, it's a really great way to experience um, the deluxe resorts, uh, and you don't have to be a DVC member, so you're not buying into a dvc contract you're not locked in for you know your 50 years or or whatever the length of the contract is um and and the deluxe resorts definitely come with a lot of perks just based on their proximity to the parks um the kind of restaurants that they have the um the theming is all really uh really lovely um but a lot of it is just around um you know saving saving money on these accommodations so that's i think a lot of the driving force behind people who are looking to to I rent I would DVC say that's points. only it that's the only thing yeah right to stay at a deluxe without paying full, full price. price yeah yeah um 
but let's talk about some of the disadvantages or some of the cons of of renting DVC points. And I Ryan, think to did, sorry, I was just wanted to ask Ryan if you did you ever have clients that said uh, like asked about DVC or lost yeah, them to definitely. DVC? So definitely had some and they both. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean, I think Lauren kind of you know pointed out. I think the biggest flaw or con in this is is the payment around you know with a disney vacation if you're going to stay on disney property and you, you know you're going to no matter what then the bonus of staying and paying through disney is you get everything packaged together and you put a 200 dollars deposit down and then you have up until 30 days before to pay in full and if 30 days before you decide you don't want to go you get every single dollar back that you put yeah. on it mm. so that's easier. tickets dining and right at the time now yeah. again dining plan might change but uh, you know Typically, people would put everything on. It could be a seven, eight thousand dollar vacation package, yeah. U.S. dollars, and if you decide you know what, I don't want to go, you get all of that money back. Or if you want to move so, it, right? Like you absolutely. have the flexibility to like, as long as the availability is there, you can change it, or you could change like, be like, actually, I want to add a day, or I want to drop a day. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's way easier. Like even as Disney Vacation Club members, it's really hard. I think it's fine to drop a day, probably. Yeah. But like to to find a day. Um, it's it's much harder. You don't have that flexibility. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you're planning it out farther in advanced as well. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. because you're based on a, a reserved pool of people who have got ticket or have got uh, points, so you don't have the flexibility. Whereas, and I know in our trip, you know, when we had our VRBO issue where where they you know we had to switch, you know, I went on the rental websites mm-hmm. and finding something six weeks, eight weeks out oh. was impossible. Yeah. And I mean. Not saying that that's more possible on Disney's website, but for the most part, it, there's a lot more selection and options and you can, um, so, you know, sometimes you are paying for that flexibility as well yeah. through going through Disney directly. Yeah. And did you have, like, uh, I remember I had a couple people that were like, oh, I just heard about DVC and like, they really didn't know. So they, it was sort of asking like, was that something I could book? Um, what did I know about it? So like, I... I think I had maybe like three people ask me about it and nobody, nobody, I didn't have the same number of clients that like you dealt with, but, um, so I remember one person specifically was like way too close and they were going for like 10 days. So there was just no, like they were not going to find that kind of availability. Um, yeah. Availability is difficult even like as DVC owners. So we can book 11 months out at our home resort um, and then seven months out at any DVC resort. So if you're booking within that seven month window, it's difficult to find any um, solid stretch of time unless someone has already booked that that stretch yeah. for you or or previously. Um, well, and I suspect that that would then make the higher peak times even that much harder to yeah. find space, so, right? Yeah. For- yeah, Christmas, I mean, that. and that's where sometimes you you do like a split stay. So you might stay like four nights at one place, and you know, yeah. Four nights if at you're another. if you're dead set on on one resort, then you know you should be planning at about eleven months out, and you should, and you're probably going to pay a bit of a premium for it. And that's where I've seen like if you are not worried about the risks at all, <laughs> um, like that's where I've seen online people within like these Facebook groups, like just renting directly from somebody who already has like a big chunk of time or, or those dates booked. Like 
But again, um, I know recently there's been like some some scammers, unfortunately, where yeah. people have um, rented directly from somebody who gives them a confirmation. They've given them like $2,000 or more. And then that person, the, the owner cancels the reservation and goes and sells a reservation to somebody else. So just kind of like keeps booking and then canceling. So like the, they have a, they have a confirmation number, but, but because they don't have the control or access to that, to that reservation, like you're really putting your trust in somebody that you don't know and then they, they cancel it. And without a contract, it's, it's really hard to then I mean, be like, the thing is you can, you can still have a contract and someone can cancel it. For it's sure. just like, that's a bit, big headache, but, but it's but from a legal standpoint. Yes. Um, I mean, without a contract, you can, you'd have to contact the police and, and yes. Then... And I think, I think that's the thing I would say, like, uh, I definitely don't regret ever renting. It was great for us. Um, yeah. like we, yeah, on our honeymoon, we rented, uh, I think we stayed like five nights at um, Bay Lake Tower and we had a theme park view, which like would have been unaffordable for us otherwise. So that was that was great. But I know um, maybe we should talk about like, were you going to mention something else? But we should talk about how COVID <laughs> like, was <laughs> yeah. a real hiccup. So uh, so in a lot of the um, even with the third party booking, your cost is non-refundable. It is very difficult because what happens is they are they're facilitating a a rental between you and DVC owners and when the third party company takes the money for your reservation they pay whatever percentage they um are paying to the to the DVC owner and once that money is with the owner there's like there's nothing that you can do to like get that money back unless there's no, some sort of other arrangement. I don't, I don't remember which place it is. It's not David's, but there is another DVC rental that has, a, they, they do have like a version of a cancellation policy. Sure, so within yeah. a certain time frame, you can get like 75% back. And yeah. then the closer it gets to your travel date, the less. And then within a certain time period, you can't get anything back. But so you're still never going to get a hundred percent back. Like Ryan was talking about when you, book directly with disney yeah um and like i think for some people that's worth it right like for sure no big deal well and i think the pandemic kind of exacerbated this problem and yes. and we talked about it a bit two episodes ago when we talked about the disney gift card option yeah you know before the pandemic these options were foolproof made a yep. ton of sense you're going on your trip then it's great but when a worldwide pandemic happens um you know, a lot of people wanted to pivot and get that money out and it just was unavoidable. They couldn't. Yeah. And there was no policy in place because this had never happened before, or mm -hmm. at least when the last pandemic happened, there was no Disney. Yeah. So well, yeah, it was a big issue when you had a rental booking and Disney closed. Like, yeah. what do you do? So now there's like people that are owed money, owed trips. Um, and then there also wasn't like, so you're drawing from the same like kind of pool. Um, and I know that I definitely got like spent some time reading comment threads. Uh, <laughs> just being That's really glad, be, be really glad it wasn't me. But like, I was like, Oh man, like what? I was just like eating the popcorn. Like what is going to happen? What are they going to do? <laughs> I don't know what they actually did. 
Um, again, because I wasn't that invested, I guess. I guess. Um, I think they did come to some kind of agreement. Uh, well, because like I said, uh, too, you can't uh, from from the rental companies. They had already paid this money out to to rental owners or DVC owners. How do you you ask for that money back to be like, hey, obviously it's a pandemic. You would have, you know, the whole gambit of people who um, of DVC owners who were like, uh, yes, sure. I totally understand here. I'm going to send the money back. And then you had people who were like, no, I've already spent the money. I'm sorry. And then there, and then there that, are people who are like, I'm not, I don't have to. Like, well, and I know there was also some people that like just looked out and, and they were able to like try to book something for them. But also, I mean, the companies legally were covered because they have no cancellation policy. Yeah. Like you're just, that's it. But ethically that was really i mean well and i mean even airbnb and vrbo had this challenge and right, and disney yeah. disney and universal both because you know what happened was people had their trips 30 days out and the yes. pandemic in the middle of march 2020 you know not necessarily came crashing down but certainly a, a freight train come screaming down the tracks and you know disney and universal had to pivot with their cancellation policies as yeah. well as say with cruise industry and all that so um i think that the difference was is unlike those big companies, Royal Caribbean, Carnival, whoever else, who has that kind of cachet of cash somewhere that they can float. When somebody rents their points out for $2,000, that $2,000 has been spent. Oh, it's yeah. tough to kind of get that back. So this is where the DVC rental really became uh, a huge challenges around the pandemic yeah. and cancellations. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's, we had the number one uh, pro, which was saving money. And I would say the number one con is um, is you, the fact that you you don't have the control. You don't have the control. Your your cost. You might there is a risk involved that you may, for whatever reason, not get your trip, and so um, and there's not really a whole lot of help that can <laughs> that can happen. Um, obviously, the broker is going to try their best to to make something work, but. Um, you know, that's why it's important to kind of know the terms and conditions before you, um, before you sign away. And I think, I think if you're going to rent directly from somebody that like you found online somehow, um, I would like you, Ryan, with, even with the VRBO, like ask for references, ask for references yeah. of people that they've rented to. Um, like that's, that's a, a pretty good assurance of like this person, um, like kept in contact with me if I had to make changes like that was fine also that they took your money and gave you a, an actual reservation <laughs> right, yeah. right. and then yeah. I think it's also um like I've seen cases where where people who have done this and rented out their points will say like I ask for like 25% of it now and then I ask for like the rest of the money like within 30 days of going like you, you're not you don't actually like I, I think that's a a kind of more professional understanding approach whereas um and then that that renter or that um person like the owner is also sort of allowing you to if you have to change your plans or cancel you're not out all of that money but again there there is still that risk of like you have to trust sort of somebody you don't really know um well and there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes in a dvc ownership that that can totally you know cause issue uh in the sense that dvc owners have to pay their annual dues and if they don't 
for whatever reason, they can lose their points and, uh, and lose their contract and thereby you, so you need your, the person you're renting from, you need them to be in good standing with, with Disney. Um, also I was just reading of, uh, a person who had a number of DVC points who passed away and then those points are willed to somebody, um, or, or they fall to like the estate and, um, and trips get canceled. Like it, it just, it's a possibility. I think I, th- I would say, I think most of the time it works out fine. I, yeah. I was going <laughs> to say like, these are, these are few and far between apart from the pandemic, which like affected a ton of people. I mean, I don't think Disney's going to close again anytime soon due to it, no, but I think I... it's, it's more like, well, I mean like your own could, comfort level. You could, it hurricane season, like there yeah. is, there are, possibilities of having trip interruption yep um but that's a risk with any trip um now i I do have a question um that and i don't know why i don't know the answer to this or why i think that it's a question (laughs) worth asking and so maybe there's maybe that's not but um if i rent dvc points can i get the dining plan yes if if it comes back if it comes back yeah Yeah. Uh, Yeah. but Uh, but again you have to you have to pay for it I, um, I feel like that might be refundable, right? Like, I think that part would be, like, I don't think they would make you pay for, I I don't know. I'm not 100% sure, but I could, like, I feel like you're getting that through Disney. So if uh, you but canceled, you're not, But you still need the DVC owner to book it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But yes, you can. You can. And even, like, when we booked when we would book ourselves, we could, we could add that as an option. And when we book, when you rent, you can add that on as an option. Okay. Um, All right. So I yeah, I, I no, no, I think that's a, but... like, that's important. Um, because... Whatever the, di- whatever the dining plan looks like moving forward. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so curious. I'm so, I'm, I'm really surprised I that it hasn't it... been offered yet. It, me too. Me too. Cause most of the restaurants I believe are open. Yeah. I think, they must just be like trying to figure out how to one problem at know. a time. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so interesting because it happened like just when they added that fourth option. Yeah. That they oh, had gosh, to stop. Yeah, seems, I know. What was that? So Disney, go back and listen Disney, to our Disney episode Dining Plus about it. or something. Disney Dining Plan Plus. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, we were so innocent back then. <laughs> but <laughs> it was I pre pandemic. I do you think that you would rent DBC points sometime? Yeah, no, I can. I I absolutely see the the value. Yeah. You know, the part of um, my hesitancy would be, I I it's still a lot of money. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. It's yeah. still there's some control that I lack that definitely would be a little unnerving. And yep. with my you know experience with VRBO and Airbnb oh, and yeah. whatnot, and, and again and i still go to the well it's not like just because we have bad experiences it doesn't you know turn me off and i won't yeah. do it again but but it does kind of you know give me pause i think i would definitely if i was going to do it i would go through a reputable company mm-hmm. um you know i would research that you know we've talked about the local option 
and I'm sure that it's wonderful, but there are other options as well. Yes. Uh, and no option has given us any money to do this podcast. No. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not insinuating either way, but I would definitely want to research and make sure that I did that. I don't think in good conscience that I could do it individually on Facebook. I just don't think I could. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have enough. Unless you um, knew the person personally. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you, you guys want to run me your points for sure. Okay. But, but somebody, <laughs> yeah. that's right. You guys keep us in mind. But uh, when it, Outside of that, yeah, it's just not something that I could do. I do really love the idea of checking it out. Um, yeah. I'm not sure I can convince Lauren from London to mm. go in on DVC full. Yeah. But, but I think, um, you know, trying it out and seeing if it would work. And I'll tell you, after hanging out at Riviera mm. on our last trip, I would be very okay with staying at Riviera for, for a few nights this, to, <laughs> to get that experience. This is a whole other um, episode. But I mean, Shocking that we'll talk about I know <laughs> that there is when if you buy, you can buy like direct from Disney or resale. Yes. And that comes with some different perks as well. So like um, you if you buy resale at Riviera, you cannot use those points to stay at any of the the previous resorts. Right. Am yeah. I correct. And then you can't access member discounts or member events. So like you can't get um, like the the local like Florida resident price for a pass holder or like for an annual pass if that ever comes back. And then you can't like go to a Moonlight Magic. But I know that like what people will do is you can buy like 50 points directly from Disney and then do like a resale contract <laughs> <laughs> um, or not- something. But I know that they're also trying to like. Yeah. Anyway, it that's just a like, totally again, other topic. No, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, that's another one of those like DVC questions. Um, and again, it's like all pros and cons. But I think, like, I think, like you, I would be. Uh, I mean, we've gone through another third party, and also like you, I don't. I'm not. We did David's, but like, I would totally check out another one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if I think if we we were looking at renting our points. We would definitely ask people that we knew first if they like wanted to go on a a trip or, uh, but I know also for us, like the, um, the appeal was like that we would be able to like bring people with us or like share our points kind of thing. Um, like, you know, we brought my parents or we were hope like your mom and stepdad were going to come with us. Yeah. And we were able to like book two studio rooms at animal kingdom. And so it's really nice to be able to do that and not, and then like, they didn't have to pay for the room. Um, they're not coming now, (laughs) but, but, uh, anyway, so it's like, if I being like a member, that's kind of nice. And I think if we were to ever like rent them, like when you know somebody, I don't think it's necessarily about like making money off of it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, and then I, yeah, it's hard. It's also like work, right? Like it's work to, to kind of do those kinds of either renting or, um, being an owner, like going direct to somebody, especially on like in a Facebook group is more work. Like you've got to then look for those. You've got to do the back and forth. Um, whereas if you go through a third party, like they already have everything so set up, yeah. like it really yeah. is just adhering to their process, which is 
similar to doing a regular booking. Yeah. There is one thing that I wanted to talk about uh, just briefly, and that is uh, sort of expectations. So I think um, any of the times that we have rented DVC points, it wasn't for the entirety of our vacation. Yeah, no, we, we only always did, like a did few split nights. stays because um, then you kind of got the best, the best of both worlds where we would book at like, let's say a value resort directly through Disney, um, uh, our, our reservation for let's say five days and, uh, and we would get our tickets and dining plan through Disney because you could get more ticket days and, and dining days than, than your actual stay. No, not dining, not dining, not dining days, but, uh, tickets you could extend, uh, beyond that. Uh, and then we would rent points for two, three nights at the end of that reservation just so that we could go and spend a couple of days at a at a deluxe resort and, and then was a little bit more in our budget too the right? cost like... was down we weren't paying for a full week of renting points and then there's a little bit more availability because it's easier for dvc owners to book two or three days yeah, back think, to back i think we did like four nights at animal kingdom lodge yeah and one night at all-star sports and <laughs> yeah. then we did like but we did the opposite we did sports yeah, yeah. first and then animal Kingdom. but we Lodge. also like we went with a friend once who at the time was working at the disney store so we got a friends and family discount and we stayed at like movies and then um then we booked like i think three old, nights at old, old key, key west. west now old key west and saratoga springs always have like a good amount of availability they are mm -hmm. like only dvc they're large and like, I think they tend often, to be lower price per point. Yeah. And I think often they kind of get this like bad rap of like, Oh, it's not super close to a park, but I actually really loved old Key West. Like yeah, I would, I would go back. Um, it was really beautiful. Again, it has those smaller pools that I like. It was, um, close, really close to Disney Springs. Um, the pool there is is pretty they've got like a sand castle slide and the like you come out of a, a classic mickey shape yeah good food um so it's it's like a those are also good resorts if you really want like a resort experience mm -hmm. and you want to like have some time away from the parks like i would say that's a good option to get a few nights uh for like resort days um so i thought i think yeah i think often those resorts are sort of overlooked but they're um I, re I really liked it and we saw a snake there <laughs> which was snake. not a highlight <laughs> that is anyway. not a reason to go <laughs> no uh but it was yeah it was good is there anything so. else that we missed on on renting dvc i i think it's uh, the only thing that i can say is there are there are pros and cons that you have to weigh there are there are great benefits and there are risks involved. And if you're willing to to be okay with the risks, like we said, apart from the pandemic, you know, the vast majority of these go out, go off without a hitch and, um, and they're good experiences. We've, we've always had good experiences renting DVC points. And, and I think it was a little bit different too when like, or it might be when Rosalie is older, right? Like when you've got kids, that's a whole other um, like kind of different thing. And so, right. We wouldn't do as many split stays yeah, with a, maybe with a child. Anyway, uh, I think 
yeah, I think if you are okay with that risk of cancellation, like I think this is a good option. And again, it's still, it still does add up. It's still not like super cheap, but it's also not six to $800 a night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I definitely, I definitely think there's, there's a, a lot of great value in doing this, especially if you want to explore um, the DVC world or, or, you know, you mentioned um, Saratoga Springs and old QS. I mean, honestly, what a great opportunity to use this oh, yeah. and not even, not even for like a park stay, use it for like a three or four night, yeah. just kind of see the DVC experience and just be in Florida. Like yeah. it, there's, there's a lot of options for this and you can even use it for, uh, Vero Beach and Hilton. Yes. And Alani in, in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, and I believe, uh, well, I don't know if you would use it for cruising, but Ugh. I know that you can be <laughs> used on those too. But yeah, I, I think there's just, there's a lot of cool things you can explore. If this is something that you're really thinking, like this is a lifetime investment, you know, going into DBC, this could be a great way to kind of see if yeah. it's going to fit. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think that's probably a good place to end it for, for today. Um, but we'd love to hear from you. Have you booked DVC? Have you rented DVC points in the past? Would you rent DVC points in the future? Do you want to just be a DVC owner? Uh, and where would you want to stay? Where would your home resort be? Um, let us know on our Facebook and Instagram page, find the episode post and, uh, and leave a comment there. Uh, but we want to thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of myself, Ryan, and Lauren, and Ryan, we're the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Bye.